Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vaughn. Here is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Chaldone. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Monsignor. Same to you, buddy boy. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. And you're all ready or what? I, guess I am ready all ready for Christmas this year. Yeah, there we go, right? Yeah. And, you know, I love how it falls because it's kind of nice. You know, we have this whole kind of weekend to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. But it's great, right? No, I and love when when the show airs and, and Christmas is on, on the weekend. When, when yeah. Because it I'm makes it excited. a little extra special for us. And I hope for yeah. people out there, too. I'm happy about that. And I've been on, like, the Christmas tour. I'm kind of sort of happy about that part of it. <laughs> it's you over. Know, a lot of parties. Yeah, a lot of different mm-hmm. gatherings I've been at. But, you know, it's been great to see everybody. And I had a... Like, really, an opportunity to meet lots and lots of people again, which was great. I taped a big Christmas special, which was the Cardinal Dolan Christmas special. Mm-hmm. But he's sick. So I had a host. Oh. I was like Joan Rivers on The Tonight Show, jumping in for Johnny. <laughs> but it worked okay. And I did all right. So, uh, and I met Ronan Tyner there, who sends his love oh. to you. And I send yeah. my love right back to him. Yes, yes, that was, it's amazing how small the world is sometimes. Ah, it's tiny, buddy. <laughs> tiny, tiny thing. But we celebrate this great feast today. And I love that. It's a feast mm-hmm. of family, it's a feast of friends, it's also a feast of the church. It's a it's a day when people go to church and I love those days because, you know, Santa is important, but he didn't win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you no, know, it's about win. the birth of the Lord. <laughs> That's a great gift. And we recognize that. Are you are you with family? What are you doing? Um, uh, Yeah, I'm going to be with my aunts over that. And I have a couple of more uh, Santa helper things going on. I'm okay, going to be doing some stuff with them and, and spreading cheer with them. I like the spreading of the cheer. So that's what we're looking at. We're looking at Christmas. We got some of the greatest Christmas music from the rock and roll genre to play for you today as we celebrate this great feast. I know for me, you know, it's been one of those years where, again, I've been really busy right up until Christmas, which is pretty much like for a priest, the way it always goes, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have masses and stuff today and like there's going to, but for me, that's not a job. For me, that's a joy because, you know, you're with people and you're celebrating with people and you're also helping people to sort of see like the religious part of it all, you know, which Mm -hmm. is kind of cool, right? Right. To remind them that it's not about the big guy in the red suit, that there's a, there's a meaning behind that. There's something else, right? There's other traditions that go with that. I mean, he's a big, important part part of it but there's there's a bigger message here that people kind of lose out with the consumerism and everything else that goes around this time let me tell you let me tell you my i'll give me 30 seconds for my homily okay. <laughs> so i'm driving on the southern state parkway around exit 34 off to the left north right mm-hmm. is uh this big giant white star in the sky at big like i'm like what the heck is this thing so i was getting sick and tired of looking at it all the time being distracted i drove into wine dance to take a look mm-hmm. at where is this star like in the new town square they have or is it right. over the church it was over the dump and there's a big 20-foot pole with an angle iron uh white light bulb cross mm-hmm. you know and you know, I thought to myself, I was driving back. I said, you know, it's an interesting thing. Like, what better place for the light to shine but over the dump, right? Yeah. You know, think of the manger. The manger wasn't the town square. The manger wasn't some beautiful place. It was a dump. Right. And it was a, it was a it barn, was a, a smelly old a barn. barn. <laughs> yeah. So you think about it, like that's where God shines. You know, it's yeah. in the dumpy stuff sometimes in our life that this this day and this night gives us hope. Yes. You know, to recognize that the light still shines in all of those darknesses. So I find it like a really encouraging thing. It is, and you know, a lot of people have a hard time at at, at this time of year and you just got to have hope you know and think that you'll get through it and there is joy to be found if you you just got to put aside you know the toughness of it and look for it and it's there for you yeah i find like i said our our loved ones who are in heaven are close to us Mm -hmm. now and lots of people are so we celebrate the gift of christmas with some awesome music today get ready to start us off today this is leonard skinner it's christmas time again
Love this time of year It seems to bring us near I wish Christmas was every day Something about those lights On that tree at night I'm feeling you, girl, next to me Under the mistletoe I Laugh like little children Making angels in the snow Well, it's in your eyes And in your smile it shows That this very special time of year It seems to set your heart aglow It's our favorite time of year
Leonard Skinner to start us off Christmas time again. It's interesting because it is Christmas time again, and there's a process that leads up to it. Now, in the church, we call it Advent, right? The four weeks before. But for a lot of people, it's just a lot of things to do, right? We have to do Christmas cards, get the Christmas lights up on the house, get the tree, buy the gifts, prepare the food. It can seem like it's a laundry list of things we need to do to get to this day. But the other reality is something else could really be happening, right? It could be a process, and that's why we have Advent, the process of preparation of our hearts for what Christmas is all about. Now, it's easy for me to say that, right? Because we have a lot to do, too. So how do you have a lot to do and still center yourself around what Christmas is all about? Well, I think it's the spirit behind it, right? It's the spirit behind what we do. I know I sometimes get a Christmas card that's like printed from, you know, Instaprint or something like that, and the card is a label, and the return address is another label, and there's really very little sentiment, right? I try to write a little something in every card. I try to think about the people and say a little prayer at Thanksgiving every time I, I write a card to somebody. I think of that with the gifts I buy. Same kind of thing. If we can insert a spirit into it, all of a sudden the jobs become more meaningful. Christmas is about that. It's about recognizing how God has entered into our lives and changed our work, if you will, changed what we do every day into something kind of holy, where we introduce him to the world. We are the bearers of Christ to the world, and how we react and how we do it really makes a huge difference. So it's not just a holly jolly Christmas. No, it's also about everything else for Christmas. It's all about that spiritual stuff that matters so much. We're going to start with just that. Our next song is all about exactly what it's all about. Here's Jewel. This is called Silent Night.
in the midst of all the parties, in the midst of all the singing, in the midst of all the hoopla, can we still see the joy of the silence of this night, the quiet and the peace that really is what Christmas is about? Hopefully you can find a little time to just be quiet. Hopefully you can find just a few minutes to just kind of reflect and listen to God, listen to Christmas. I always tell people, they look at me like I'm crazy. I say, listen to Christmas. What does that mean? It means that we have to kind of listen in our hearts and in our souls to where God's speaking to us, saying, you're going to be okay. I love you. I came for you so that your life will be better and life will be better. So we have to kind of recognize the power of the silence that God calls us to and how God's with us in the midst of the silence. It is a busy time. It's a time of music, 24 hours of music, anywhere you go, right? But how can we find the silence of God in these days? We need a little time, you know, a little bit of peace. Maybe you can sneak away. Maybe there's a way to kind of drive the car without the radio on for a few minutes and just enjoy that gift of silence and how God is speaking to us in the silence of our hearts on these holy, holy days. Such an important thing. Hey, here's Bruce Springsteen. Merry Christmas, baby.
Christmas is always a time when we're grateful to God for the people he puts in our lives that help us through, that help us in so many ways, the friends and the family who bring us tremendous joy. Now, a lot of people say, well, you know, Christmas is really for the kids. Well, the commercial Christmas might be for the kids. That's true. But Christmas itself is for all of us. And it kind of calls us all to a sense of gratitude. I mean, that's where gifts come from, right? They come from that world of gratitude. We're grateful to God for what has happened in our lives through you, through the people God has put in our lives. There's something great about that. I signed all my Christmas cards in the last week or so. I sent out a lot, probably three or 400. But in the midst of that, it's a great gift for me to be able to sign those cards, write a little note, and it's my way of saying a little prayer for each one of those people that say, yeah, Merry Christmas, and thanks for what you've done, and thanks for who you are. Those kind of moments of gratitude, I think, are what Christmas is all about. Hopefully in your heart today, you know, there are people you're grateful for, and that's the greatest gift, if you think about it, that we're we're not alone and God gives us amazing people in our lives that change us for good and that goodness is what we're grateful for right all the time here's Bon Jovi Christmas isn't Christmas fancy paper pretty ribbons wrap each present that is new in the sound of this good season feels the night We'll light a fire, send season's greetings We'll sing a song of you There's nothing wrong but this year Christmas isn't right Still falling, friends are calling, bringing laughter and good cheer. Wine is flowing, and another year's gone by. Nothing's changed, but life keeps changing. Some say hello, some say goodbye. It's a
Bon Jovi. You know, well, Christmas has to be bigger than just all of the commercial stuff, right? It can't just be Santa and the reindeer, right? It can be that too, but it has to be something else. It has to be something about family, something about faith, something about coming together that's so important. I'm super inspired all the time by the amount of people who come to church on Christmas. Now, do I wish people came every week? Sure, I do, of course, but it's still a holy time. It's still a time when we say, yeah, I got to plug into the church. Why? Because that's part of what Christmas is about. It calls us back to God to say, I got to go there and be grateful. I got to go there and, and offer my prayers of thanks for what's happened to me in the last year. And even in my sorrow to go to God for consolation. All of that's kind of an important part of this. So Christmas isn't Christmas without faith. It isn't Christmas without hope. It isn't Christmas without love. It can't just be ho, ho, ho. It has to be more than that. And I think we have that built into our DNA. That's why the churches are packed, right? And I love that because that's what it's about. About. May we never lose that sense of the holiness of this time. May we recognize that holiness every week that draws us to and from God's presence in church where we can recognize the power of how God works through our lives. That's such an important thing. Here's Blackmore's Night. This is called Christmas Eve. Take to fly 
For many people, Christmas is Christmas Eve in a lot of ways, right? They celebrate at home or they celebrate at somebody's house where, you know, certain traditions are always celebrated. Now, I'm lucky because I celebrate Mass on Christmas Eve in the afternoon, usually around 4 o'clock. And then I go to a friend's house where they do the seven traditional fish of Christmas. What an amazing gift this is. And they have this amazing celebration, this amazing feast. And it's all based in like a very Italian tradition. So I feel really at home and it brings me kind of back to the days when I was a little boy and my grandmother and her sister, my, you know, my great aunt in the kitchen cooking and cooking and cooking and all of my aunts and uncles and my mom and my dad and cousins, everybody gathered together that incredible experience. Now, those people, of course, are my friends and not my family. But at the same time, when we do that kind of thing, it's an amazing gift that we recognize that, yes, see, these people, you know, are reenacting that in a sense. We're touching base with all of our friends and all of our family that day, even the traditions that we no longer celebrate, we touch base through those moments. So, yeah, we need to do that. And that's an important part. Christmas Eve is an important part of what we're doing this week. That's for sure. Here's Heart. Here is Christmas.
I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. Yeah, we're talking about Christmas today. It's a great, great, great gift, of course, that we celebrate. Hopefully in your life, there's some decorating that has gone on, right? I think there's something important about that, too, to make that kind of statement to the world that says, hey, you know what? We're believers. In this house, we're believers. Uh, in this apartment, we're believers. And there's something about that that I think is so important. I love when I drive around and you can see the lights that are just shining from people's homes. It's such a great statement to the world, right? That says, yeah, we believe in the midst of everything else. We believe. And there's something beautiful about that. Lights kind of give that sign out, right? On, you know, on the block, there's like lights on every single house. There's something great about that. We recognize that. We need to be able to experience and celebrate that. Say, yeah, here we celebrate Christmas. There's something great about that. And we recognize that. What does that say? Well, it says that we want to be a light to the world. So when those candles and those lights, come, candles come out of the window, the lights come off the house, the tree goes out in the garbage. You know what? We still have that light of God in us. And so we're called to be that light to the world. And that's the challenge for you to, and me to figure out how do we really do that? How do we really become that light to the world? This next song is kind of about that. This is Robert Plant with Alison Krauss, The Light of Christmas Day. Church bells chime, and we're only hours away from the light of Christmas Day. The choir so sweet and clear, somehow we made it here. The faithful and the Children sing and shout Let the silver bells ring out As the long night fades away Into the light of Christmas Day For those still standing here To watch the darkness
I travel on the Southern State Parkway in New York a lot. And way off years ago, in the north side of it, there was a big white star. And I could never figure out what it was. It was a bunch of light bulbs. And finally, I drove one night to find what it was. And it was a big angle iron star about 20 feet in the air, lit up over the, not over a church, not over the town square, over a garbage dump, believe it or not. And you know, I thought to myself, like, what better a place for the light to break the darkness, for God to come to the world, but over the dump. It's a good reminder to us that where there's disarray, where there's brokenness, where things don't seem to be going well, that's where God comes to help us to kind of straighten out things, to help us to recognize that, yeah, there's still God's light in the midst of what's going on. So maybe it hasn't been the holiest and jolliest year. I get it. But maybe it's about the blessedness of Christmas. It's about the blessedness of the light shining on the dump and recognizing that it's not just garbage. No, God is here in the midst of the garbage helping us through. There's something kind of important for us to see in that. And I think that kind of difference makes all the difference in the world and talks about that light of Christmas Day that really is what we celebrate. Hey, here's Johnny and Edgar Winter, brothers singing Please Come Home for Christmas. Bells will be ringing The glad, glad news Oh, what a Christmas To have the blues My baby's gone My baby's gone I have no friends I have no friends To wish me greetings Greetings once again Singing
Johnny and Edgar Winter singing Please Come Home for Christmas. Johnny is home with God. Edgar's here still on earth. Interesting, that's another part of Christmas. We remember the people who have gone before us. The people who are no longer with us physically, but spiritually are in our hearts. They're in our hearts in a very strong way. And on Christmas, I think there's a really a strong presence of that, isn't that? I feel my mom. I feel my sister. I feel the people that we've lost are kind of very much a part of our hearts on Christmas. There's something really good about that. Some people would say, oh, that's depressing, but I don't find that depressing at all. I find it very encouraging to know that even in heaven, their prayers continue to help us, and we still feel those people and know those people are a part of our lives. So yeah, even the Winter Brothers, sure, they've broken up because one's gone home to heaven, one's still here on earth, but they're still brothers, and they still have that love of brothers, and so do we with our family members, you know, and our friends, and we have that link that's irrevocable that God promises us that we'll be with him in heaven one day. That's what this light of the world is all about and that's an important thing for us to celebrate and remember this day here's the pretenders 2000 miles
Tenders, 2,000 Miles. Interesting. When I hear that song, I think about the 2,000 miles we've come, sure, but another 2,000 miles we got to go, you know? God continues to create this world and can continue to create us to make a difference in this world, and so the world's not done. We're continuing to create that, and the idea is to bring that kingdom of God to earth, right? And to, to be those people who are so open to God and God's love that, you know, things are good because of that, and things are holy because of that. So hopefully we're using our gifts and sharing those gifts that make all the difference in the world. It's an interesting time because it's a time where we hand things to one another. We say, here, take this gift. Take this, you know, Apple Watch from me because I love you. Okay, great. Thank you. I love it. But at the same time, it's about the gifts that people have given us that are not physical, the spiritual gifts that have created this world. The people who built the roads and the schools and the churches and who have developed the medicines and all of that stuff over the years that allow us to have a quality life. There's a gratefulness for that and an acknowledgement that we're going forward. We have more to do in this world and more to do to bring about peace and love and a sense of belonging that's really going to make a difference. Here's the crash test dummies, the first Noel. The first Noel, the angels did say, unto certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay. Well, they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so Shining 
love to read the scriptures at this time of year and talk about the first Noel, right? Matthew and Mark and Luke and John, open up your Bible, go online and take a look at them. Give them a read. Get back to the story of the first Noel and recognize how simple it was. You know, the, the first Noel was a nativity scene that was not Lennox, that was not made out of chocolate or wood. No, it was very human beings, you know, sitting in a smelly manger. And there's the birth of the Savior. There's where God came to the world. Incredible, right? And I think that's part of the beauty we sort of have to get back to. So hopefully it's a time, too, when you can get back to the scriptures. Give them a little extra read and kind of let it touch your heart in such a way that you say, wow, you know, I never really realized how important this is, how this is just such a simple story where God breaks into this world and changes us forever. It's not as complicated as we think, you know. God so loved the world, he sent his son, so everything would be changed. That's what we celebrate, and that's what we really recognize at this time. Here's Annie Lennox. This is As Joseph Was Walking. As Joseph was a-walking, he heard an angel sing, This night shall be the birth time of Christ the heavenly King. As Joseph was a-walking, he heard an angel sing, This night shall be the birth time of Christ the heavenly King. He neither shall be born at in house nor in hall,
as Annie Lennox, as Joseph was walking. Interesting, right? You know, it is a journey and there is walking. The, the Hispanic population celebrates a thing called Las Posadas, which is Joseph and Mary going house to house looking for a place to have the baby. They celebrated for the nine days before Christmas. There's something beautiful about that. We're all looking for home. We're all looking for that place to welcome newness and hope and something exciting. And today's the day we kind of recognize that and we celebrate that. We celebrate the gift of God coming to us in a very beautiful way and filling us. So enjoy these days, you know, even maybe it's a giant day and you're cooking for 20. Maybe it's you. But regardless, recognize the great hope that's offered this day, the hope on the journey of your life and our life together as the people of God. God's with us, you know, walking every day. It's about finding that big angle iron lit up star in the sky, right? And recognizing that we're not alone. That's what makes all the difference. And that's the great blessing of this day that's available for all of us. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaughn. It's engineered and produced by the great Stephen Shaldone. Have a wonderful Christmas, everybody. God bless you and your families. And don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>